0: Welcome to this special edition of the Scooby panel. Today, we'll be talking about the beginnings of Scooby-Doo because today is the 52nd anniversary, which is so cool. I am joined by Wendy and Cameron today. Thank you for joining me. This is awesome. Who knew that Scooby-Doo would have lasted 52 years when it started in 1969? Awesome. Mm -hmm. Think about what the people that worked on it originally are thinking now. You know, I I would love to talk to them and just get an idea of how they feel about Scooby-Doo now, the different series that have come out and, Mm -hmm. you know, their feelings as far as Scooby lasting this long.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody necessarily expected it to become what it has become. You know, maybe they thought that it would still be known in 50 years, But I don't think they realized just how much everyone was gonna love this dog. I really don't think that they had any idea just how how perfect that whole little storm for that show, you know, because it we've talked before about how great Hanna-Barbera cartoons are just in general, but there is something about Scooby it's just different it's just different like all of it's so good but with Scooby they just like hit it it everything just like fell perfectly into place to to the point where 52 years later it might as well have started yesterday you know what I mean as far as like the enthusiasm that fans have for it you know what I mean like I the older I get the more I love Scooby I don't feel like I'm reverting to like oh I'm too I'm too old for this like no I'm sitting here hugging this Scooby because I want <laughs> to be doing it you know I hugged this Scooby when I was like five years old and I'm 35 and I'm hugging him and when I'm 95 like somebody put him in my coffin with me okay like, <laughs> I want to, needs to come with me
2: <laughs> we'll make sure that happens with you. thank
1: you <laughs>
0: So one of the things that I learned when I met Ron Campbell, Ron Campbell was one of the original artists for Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? He was there when they they designed the first concepts. And one of the things that he told me was that they brought in a child psychologist and the child psychologist told them that kids love dogs and that if you make a dog that talks but can't say words clearly, but a dog that talks that kids are going to fall in love with him and they're going to love him forever. Wow. And that child psychologist was right.
1: <laughs> he was right.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's amazing that they even thought to do that, to bring somebody, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a kid's cartoon, you know, they, they brought on a psychologist, they asked for their feedback and this person had it spot on. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, We're talking about Scooby-Doo, and let me just tell you all that from everything Nikki and Wendy, but y'all both have said, it's true. He stuck around for 52 years because he is just that pure, wholesome cartoon that everybody loves. And I really don't think there's anybody out there that can say that Scooby-Doo is a weak cartoon or Scooby-Doo is not a good cartoon because 52 years, I mean, I've seen cartoons come on the air and they go right off, or I see some cartoons go on the air and, and they don't last as long. And for Mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo to be a lasting Hanna-Barbera cartoon, you know what I mean? Like don't get me wrong, the Flintstones, the Jetsons, some of these cartoons are still around, but they're not as strong as Scooby-Doo. I mean, Scooby-Doo has movies released every year. There's merchandise everywhere you look, Walmart, Box Lunch, Hot Topic, I mean, you name it. And I just feel like fans are just super loyal to this cartoon because this cartoon helps out people in one way or another. Nikki, I love what you said about you know them bringing in a psychologist. Uh, whoever that psychologist is, I mean, I wish I could meet them and say thank thank you because yeah. what you told those people at Hanna Barbera Studios has you know lasted so long you know to make mm-hmm. kids feel I you know I, I want to say to make kids feel safe. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Scooby Doo has done a, a phenomenal job at that. Um, you know, some people may say, "Oh, well, it's too dark." Well, if you heard me on some of these previous panels i say that scooby-doo balances dark and light very well mm-hmm. and in the world i feel like scooby-doo teaches you that there's going to be darkness out there in the world there's going to be there's going to be crazy things out in the world but i feel like scooby-doo teaches us that you know the real monsters are humans and <laughs> and that you know you gotta you gotta go out into the world and be who you are be true be genuine to yourself and yeah uh, you know i i started collecting Watching Scooby-Doo, loving Scooby-Doo when I was a baby, like an a- baby, my infant. My mom bought me my, uh, she bought me my very first item was what uh, the um, the plush Scooby-Doo from the Warner Brothers store that says it's a boy, and mm-hmm. so I have that till this day. And and so she put that with me as a baby, and and I and I've grown up ever since. Every birthday I've had Scooby-Doo. Every Halloween was Scooby-Doo, um, you know, because I just I love him so much. Um, and, you, I mean, you can ask any fan, what, you know, what's the one thing you love about Scooby-Doo? Well, he's funny, he's goofy, he's silly, he's wholehearted. He's a cartoon that, that people can connect to. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like 52 years. And you guys got to think, too, for everybody listening, 52 years of people working on Scooby-Doo. And you still got Frank Welker voicing Freddie and Scooby-Doo. That, to me, that's dedication. That's pure love. So you can't tell me there's been people that's worked on Scooby Doo that's absolutely hated it or I didn't want to be a part of it. No, I think everybody has, has stuck to the end or you know. And, and there's been people that have worked on the on the project of Scooby Doo and they've worked till their, you know, to their very last breath, their dying breath. They've worked. I mean, that's 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 pretty amazing, you guys. Y'all stop mm-hmm. and think about that. And and Nikki, you post all the time people's birthdays and people you know that have worked on Scooby Doo. I mean, it's amazing to see how many people. How many hands have been dipped into the Scooby-Doo franchise? Um, and you know, another thing too is is they, they've kept it clean for all these years—52 years—they've kept it clean, they kept it pure, they kept it wholesome. And I think, guys, that's what kept Scooby-Doo so strong. Mm-hmm.
0: When I do post the birthdays, it's it's cool because these are people that don't really get the credit that they deserve—the animators, right. the voice actors. The people that work behind the scenes, you don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm, so yeah. you know, to me, I feel like it's important to post these so that they can get the credit so people know who they are and who's work on these shows.
2: That's mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. Thank you for doing that seriously. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's so true. And it, it really must be a testament to it's like something that Cam said that I hadn't really thought about before, but you know, I feel like the things in life that turn out the best are the ones where the people that are working on it like they really do love it it's not just a job you know it, it wasn't it's not just an, like oh I'm showing up for work and my job is to be an animator so whatever you put in front of me I'm gonna animate it you know I, I could see how that could happen you know especially with like a major studio like Hanna-Barbera where they had so many different wonderful cartoons coming out of their studio you know But I just feel like if we could talk to those people that worked on Scooby, I would be very surprised if not, at least most of them, if not all, were like, you know, we committed to this. We wanted something for the children that they could enjoy. And we put thought and effort, you know, it it wasn't just like, what's gonna make us the most money? It was, what can we do that's gonna be really, really awesome? And let's make it the best that we can and put everything that we have into it. And I feel like that kind of is, at least for me, what sets Scooby apart is that if you think about it, like they gave him a soul to me. That's how I feel Mm -hmm. about it. You know, he's not just a talking dog in a cartoon. They gave Scooby an actual soul. He might as well be a person in the show and how you think of him after you've watched the show. You know, he's he's not just a dog and it's not just because he can talk, like he has feelings and, and emotion and he wants things and there are things that he doesn't like. And you know, he's he really is a person just in a dog's body and no wonder kids gravitated towards that. And like we've said so many times, if they hadn't have, if the people that came after as well, Had not committed to keeping it wholesome and keeping it pure and keeping it with their audience in mind, it never would have lasted the way that it has. I really don't think that we would be sitting here having this conversation. I don't think anyone would care about what we have to say because it would just be another run of the mill cartoon that had its moment and then everyone moved on from it. But I really do think that they just, they gave such a soul to all those characters, but Scooby in particular, and, like, what, I can't think of anything that there isn't to love about either Scooby himself or the show. All those classics, like, I've been thinking and thinking, like, what negative can I say about it? And I just, I honestly can't think of anything. There's nothing that I want to go back and change. There's nothing that I think, oh, you guys, you know, you you could have done better. Like, no, I don't think that they could. I really don't. I think that Scooby is like the, the epitome of a children's cartoon, you know, because I really do think that a good children's cartoon should also be something that adults can enjoy too. I right. think that should be like a prerequisite, you know? Yeah, it's made for kids, but every adult was a kid once, and they, everybody says, you know, as you get older, you revert more towards, like, you know, like a child. That's what happens when you get very, very aged. And so if you put on a show or a cartoon and your grandma or your mom and dad can't also, like, legitimately enjoy it, then you didn't, you didn't do the best job that you could do, in my opinion because I can't think of anyone that I would not feel comfortable showing every single classic episode of Scooby-Doo to. I could show it to my grandma, I could show it to my neighbor, I could show it to my mom or my dad, you know what I mean? Like there's, I can't think of anyone that it would be inappropriate for. Because like Cam said, some people think that there's dark in it, but what's the motive here, okay? Dark, dark is a very relative term where is the dark coming from? Is the dark within the characters or is the dark coming from a conflict between good and evil? And that I think is really important that good always triumphs over evil in a Scooby cartoon. Like it's a very (laughs) rudimentary way of looking at it, but I mean, come on, like that is the basis, you know, like boil something down to like its absolute bare bones base that's that is good versus evil but good always triumphs that i feel like we're kind of losing that these days that people are are thinking that that's like a boring thing and that kind of scares me a little bit because i don't think that should ever be boring i really really don't that is something that we should hold on to and scooby is such a great example of why because there is no scooby doesn't teach children anything that's negative All of the, we've had panels about the life lessons of Scooby. Like, what are the things that it taught us? They're all positive. None of them are negative. Like, there's, I don't think there's any, like, bad habits or bad traits to be had from watching a classic Scooby cartoon. Pretty much any cartoon that was made in, like, you know, 2000 and onward, I could probably find at least a couple of things where I'm like, eh. Can you get away with it? Yeah, but, you know, maybe, maybe you 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 could have tweaked that just, like, a little bit just to make it a little less, you know what I mean? Even Even the character of Scrappy, you know? Scrappy, if they had just had that character as he originally was, and they never showed the consequences of his being, like, headstrong, a bully, whatever, if we never saw that it would have been a bad influence for children. But I feel like even that, they treated it in a manner that children could still enjoy the puppy aspect while still learning like, okay, this might be how some people behave, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't behave like that because there are consequences for doing that. And they're not good because it's gonna hurt yourself. Or more importantly, it's gonna hurt the people that you love. You know, Scrappy loved Scooby more than anything in the world, I think, and you're getting your Uncle Scooby into trouble, and I feel like there were times where we saw Scrappy feeling bad about that, and I love that he eventually, you know, graduated into being a more mature puppy to where we don't have so much of that bullying, and I think that was a super important aspect of the whole scooby show in general because again they were teaching the children they weren't just making some dumb show to get money they were thinking about the people that were going to be consuming the content and that's like i mean how can we not applaud those people you know what i mean like like cam said it's so great nikki that you find the people that we don't know their names we don't associate them with this thing that we love so much, and we really should, because without any single one of them, it wouldn't be what it is, and we wouldn't love it as much. So all of those people out there, whether they're alive or dead, like, God bless you, because you gave us something that was really, really, really amazing, and I have no doubt that in another 52 years, people will still be loving Scooby-Doo.
0: So. Talking about these people, let's talk about the creators of Scooby-Doo. So there seems to be some confusion as to what everybody's role was. Um, so Joe Ruby and Ken Spears were the writers. Iwo Takamoto, and I'm sorry if I said his name wrong, was the, the character designer. He, he designed the gang and Scooby. William Hanna and Joseph Barbera were the producers of the show and then Fred Silverman was the executive in charge of children's programming at CBS and he actually shares a birthday with Scooby-Doo his birthday is awesome. 15th cool unfortunately mm-hmm. he passed away last year but Aww. it's it's pretty cool that this show started on his birthday and he got to yeah. see Scooby last mm-hmm. 50 years so yeah, that's, that's pretty
1: amazing. cool. mhm
0: and then for the voice actors, we had Don Messick as Scooby Doo, Casey Kasem as Shaggy, Frank Welker as Fred, Stefaniana Kristofferson did the first season of Scooby Doo, Where Are You as Daphne, and then Heather North did the second season, and Nicole Jaffe was Velma. Mm-hmm. So again, we had Casey Kasem who voiced Shaggy for years, and Frank Welker who's still voicing Fred. It's it's amazing to have these yeah. people just part of this and and have been part of it for so long.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would just like to say that no matter from him starting back in 1969, no matter what style, what format, whatever he's taken on, he I mean they've done a phenomenal job with whatever series video game books merchandise i I mean it's kind of like what you both said there's really nothing to complain about you guys there really isn't i I mean i feel like everything they put out and produced and created has just been phenomenal and you know that's my thing I, i if people always ask me if you can go back in time one last time and and to one point in time, where would you go? And I say, I would go to September 13th, 1969, because I would love to see where Scooby-Doo first started. I think that would have been an amazing and amazing experience to see him, you know, uh, on CBS for the very first time. Um, I, I, you know, all I want to say is happy birthday, Scooby-Doo. And you know what? Thank you for all the memories and everything that you give us fans, because When things get hard in the world, things get dark, I feel like we can always turn this cartoon dog and he always just makes it 10 times better. So Mm -hmm. yeah, happy 52nd birthday. And You know what? I hope 50 more years, 52 more years. I hope 100 more years, 1,000, million more years to this dog because when I'm dead and gone one day, I mean, this may sound silly, but I hope that my kids, if I have any, will take on my Scooby-Doo collection and continue on because it, it's fun and it's it's enjoyable and I I, I I i wish i had a job somehow within the scooby-doo franchise but being able to collect him and run my you know my social media pages i, I just feel so connected and blessed to be a part of the scooby-doo community um, and nikki wendy to be able to connect with y'all i mean it, it's it's truly incredible to be around tons of people that love Scooby-Doo as much as we do. And you know what I mean? It, it, you know, it's, it's just it's such an, an awesome experience. And I just feel like when I very first joined the Scooby-Doo community, I feel like I not joined a community. I feel like I joined a family that loves Scooby-Doo. So happy birthday, Scooby-Doo. And Nikki, thank you for this. I do appreciate it.
1: Scooby is something that you can always count on. You know what you're going to get when you sit down to watch an episode of classic Scooby-Doo. And I feel like in a world that is constantly changing and in a time, and this is, this is nothing new, everyone goes through these times, but times where there's trouble and you have anxiety and it's just uncertainty, you know, uncertainty creates unrest. And to think that there is something that you can sit down and say for this 22, 23 minutes, I know exactly what I'm going to get And I'm going to love every second of it. And I'm going to come out the other side feeling a little bit better for that time. You know, whether it lasts or not is not the point. In that moment when you need something that you can count on, something that's not going to bring you down, it's only going to lift you up, you can put on Scooby-Doo. You can go look at your, your collection, whatever it is. You can give your big Scooby a hug. You know what I mean? and for that moment Scooby will bring you joy and happiness and love and so happy birthday Scooby we all love you and i wish that you were a real dog because you would get so much love and so many scooby snacks and treats you know we would just give you a never ending supply of them because we love you so much
0: yeah i i'm just thrilled that the creators created Scooby-Doo and we have to remember that it's not just Scooby but it's Fred and Daphne and Shaggy and Velma it's their day too right you know we we have a tendency to focus on Scooby which i did when i made the cake that everybody will see at the end of this episode <laughs> it took me almost 2 hours to make Scooby so to even attempt the rest of the gang was just not going to happen it would have taken me a week <laughs> but <laughs> But I mean, you can tell that people put their heart and soul into the show. You know, they, they spent countless hours to bring us entertainment and we appreciate everybody that has done anything related to Scooby-Doo. And mm-hmm. Scooby is 52 and this is awesome. So happy birthday Scooby and Fred, Daphne, Velma and Shaggy. And the Black Knight too, technically it's his birthday. Yeah, there you
2: go. <laughs> and the mystery machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: go. yeah, so thank you guys for joining us for this special edition of the Scooby panel and keep watching because some of our friends joined us to sing happy birthday Scooby-Doo. Happy birthday, happy birthday Scooby-Doo.
2: Scooby-Doo. Happy happy birthday, happy happy birthday,
0: Scooby-Doo. Scooby-doo. (laughs) Scooby-doo. Yay!